Hello and welcome to the I Know Nothing About Beer podcast. I am your host, Al the Brewer, and I am so glad you are listening today. This podcast is for anyone that wants to learn more about craft beer and the culture that surrounds it. Whether you're brand new to the scene or a vet of craft beer, I hope you find something to take away from this podcast. So, pour yourself a beer, pull up a bar stool, and enjoy. Cheers. and welcome to the I Know Nothing About Beer podcast. How in the world are you doing today? Let me tell you, oh, so excited about this. Season ender, season four, after this, down and done in the books. I'm so excited. Not that it's like over, but that it's, I'm ending on this episode. I'm ending on a dad in the beer episode and this is something that is so, so close to my heart because I got to talk to my dad, Ed Haida, for this podcast. We go into how he grew up around alcohol and beer, what it was like in my household, getting to ask him questions about how my mom and dad decided to teach me about how to or not to drink in our household. It was just a really fun time hanging out with my dad. And that's one of the things I love that I can say is that uh, the relationship with my dad and I is so good that we can just hang out, talk on a podcast, and uh, just really have a heart-to-heart. And it's one of the more intimate podcast episodes that I've done. I hope you like it. Uh, My dad is a great guy. I I love him so much. Thank you, Dad, for coming on the podcast. Other than that, really... I'm done. This is it for a while. I'm going to take a little break between now and season five. I'm going to be working on my at dad domesticus stuff. So find me on Instagram and YouTube at dad domesticus for all of my stay at home dad life stuff. Find me on Instagram as well for Al the Brewer, Twitter, Facebook. Send me an email, althebrewer at gmail.com. If you could leave me a five star review, that would help us out so, so much. And last but not least, thank you. Thank you for listening, for taking the time out of your day to add this podcast to your feed. I really do appreciate you. I really appreciate you taking the time to listen. Uh, I would not be doing this if I didn't have an audience. I might be doing this if I didn't have much of an audience, but I, I have an audience and I love that. And I can't believe people take the time out of their day to listen to me talk about beer it's it's so amazing and i love that so thank you thank you thank you for doing that and that's it season four down and oh this is one take boom i love it all right everybody have yourself a good day noon night whenever this podcast podcast may find you i'm leaving that in i don't care and cheers bye Hello, everybody, and welcome to the I Know Nothing About Beer podcast. How are you doing? I am excited about this. Um, I've got my dad on the line. Ed, dad, I don't call you Ed, so it's kind of weird to say that, but my dad um, is on the line with me. Dad, how are you doing? Doing fine. Good, good, good. That's wonderful, son. Oh, are you drinking anything right now? Uh, no, because I may have to, uh, go to the, uh, what is it called? The, uh, 
a store to get mommy's medicine. Oh, okay. Gotcha. All right. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I'm kind of done for the night. I've already done all my goings and outings and things like that. So, um, I'm actually drinking. There's a guy here in Fort Worth, uh, in, uh, actually in Dallas that is trying to start a brewery and I've got his beer here. He did a collaboration with Denton, uh, Smithix Brewing and he did a collaboration with a brewery up North, uh, in Denton. And one of the gifts, not gifts, but I ought to have it for Mother's Day that just happened last, you know, this past Sunday. I told Kelly, said, hey, babe, what if I got the kids and myself out of the house for a couple hours, went up to Denton, grabbed this beer and took, you know, the girls out for ice cream. And she was like, that would be a great Mother's Day. (laughs) And so for Mother's Day, I got out of the house for like three or four hours. So you should have left with the kids. (laughs) um what's it called so dad i've got you here on my dad into beer segment um seeing as that you're my dad and i wanted to talk to you as kind of like um i you know I, i i wanted to get your perspective on how alcohol was in your family and how it was growing up in you know in our family uh me as you know uh you know as your son um but first i just want to ask you um you know how was alcohol slash beer um i'll I'll say beer but it can mean alcohol overall how was that treated in your family growing up um Kind of like neutral, I think. Uh, I always had beer when I did the barbecues, you know, like I had one or two beers and that's about it. Uh, we very rarely had wine on the table. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Christmas time and uh, Easter time, we sometimes we'd have a bottle of champagne or something like that. Yeah. You know, the real fancy stuff like cold duck. And, uh, <laughs> uh you know, stuff like that, Boone Farm. Uh, but uh, really, when, when you guys were kids, it was just basically uh, uh, just maybe me having a beer or two. Mommy didn't drink at all. Yeah. She didn't drink. So it, it, wasn't a, uh, it wasn't a no-brainer for me. I mean, I didn't keep it around a whole lot. But when summertime and barbecue time came, it was, I kind of liked having a beer when I was barbecuing. But how was it when you were growing up, like when you were young? Oh, when, we were, when I was growing up? Yeah. Uh, uh, dad and My dad and mom liked drinking beer. Uh, and they would have poker nights sometimes with Rose and uh, I forgot the, uh, the lady's name. The guy's name was Rose, believe it or not. Oh. They would have poker nights. And I remember... Every time mom would uh, pour her beer, she would put salt on top of it. Mm-hmm. And then a big old fuzz. So us kids, uh, Robert and I, my brother and I, used to get all the foam. We used to be able to drink the foam. <laughs> so I, I always loved beer. I, mean, I always loved the taste of beer. Um, but it wasn't uh, uh, in excess in the house. Mm. There were other problems in that house but it didn't have to do with alcohol okay okay gotcha and then about how about just you 
growing up you yourself um you know you're getting older teenager you know early 20s or so because you you married mom when you were what 26 oh no 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 20... i met mom when i was uh, mommy was uh 19 when i met her yeah so i was 20 she was 18 or 19 when i met her okay i'm sorry so but how between you know your family, teenage years into early 20s, how did you treat or how did uh, you personally treat beer? Oh, I didn't. My uh, experience with alcohol was basically I, I liked it. Gotcha. I really liked it. I, yeah, I used to steal it from the uh, liquor store hmm. uh, when I was 12. <laughs> I'd steal a fifth of Southern Comfort from the liquor store. My my buddy Donnie would go in this liquor store, and the liquor store guy didn't didn't uh, like Donnie, so he'd always watch Donnie. So I go down by the the car magazines, and right there was all the uh, Southern Comfort. So I just reach my hand over, get the Southern Comfort, and put it in my pocket. And then we walk to the beach, and Donnie would have maybe three or four sips of the Southern Comfort, and I drink the rest of the bottle. Whoa, I yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, gotta, I like this stuff. I, I got to be honest, Dad. I every time I talk to you about your youth, I learn something new. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I used to, yeah. My my whole summer there at Imperial Beach. I mean, I think every other weekend we were, I was drinking Southern Comfort. Hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. Because and, yeah, and so, well, oh, it, go ahead. Well, and. What's interesting to me is like from my experience, like I never, I never saw you drunk, and I never saw you uh, have alcohol to any excess. I'll say. Right. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. When, when uh, uh, yeah, probably in my teen years, I, I kind of like uh, every once in a while, would uh, with me and my buddies, we would just mm -hmm. do stupid things, mm -hmm. and but. Uh, and yeah, some stupid and dangerous things. We, one day we didn't even know how we got home. None of us. And Jack was driving. He had no idea how he got home. Oh, um, yeah, that was kind of crazy. Um, but uh, uh, well, when uh, about when nineteen, right, nineteen or twenty, when I met your mother and started going to church, and I got a little sense in my head. I'm going, oh, if I keep on doing that. Uh, something stupid's going to happen to me, hmm. and I just kind of go, "Well, I won't do that," and I did. Okay, you were just like, so "Nope, that's, I don't think I want to do that anymore." Yeah, I don't want to do that anymore. So uh, I kept the drinking down to a whole minimum. Hmm. But I can understand how people, you know, I have that perchance for a very strong taste. So that was the other thing is I know I like the strong taste. You know, my yeah. eating a cigar on 4th of July and stuff like that. So. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. it, it's funny that you say that now because I, too, like strong taste. Um, there's a, there's, there's a, in, in spirits and liqueurs, I should say in, in, in spirits, there's what they call barrel strength. Where the, uh, the 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 whiskey or whatever it is that is coming straight from the barrel goes into the bottle, and they don't water it down, so it can be about a hundred proof or more. 
And I have very little problem like having that as my like drink. Whereas other people like take a sip of it and are like, ah, how can you drink that? It's alcohol fumes. I, I don't, I go, oh, no, that, that, it's not that bad. So, yeah. So I kind of know that I have to hold back on that. Hmm. Yeah. It just, it just, I've always, yeah, they ain't, they ain't gonna, that's not, that's not good. That's not good. Yeah. Yeah. I, because, and I'll, I remember growing up, and I've told this on the podcast before, and I don't know if you remember this, but I was only curious about alcohol one time around you. Do you remember this? Uh, tell me the story. I was maybe 12, and I remember you were having a beer with some buddies, okay? And I said, Dad, can I try a sip of that? And you looked at me, and you said, boy, and I knew I was in for it because you said boy. I was son at church, and then I was boy at home. Boy. Boy. Boy, if you're going to drink this, I want you to drink it like a man, and I want that can gone or that bottle gone in one swig. And I was like, nope. <laughs> nope. And I was like, no, I do not care to try that out. <laughs> I don't remember that. I'm sure I said that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm sure I said something like that. Mommy wouldn't approve. Mommy. <laughs> Did your mom ever talk about how you were going to raise us around alcohol? Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't remember. I, it's, it, it wasn't much of an issue. I mean, because I didn't drink that much. Hmm. Uh, Nani, had, you know, Nani, your grandmother, always was the one that you're you're all going. You're all heathens. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, no. I mean, even when we first got married, I remember I bought a bottle of uh, cream de mint. Mm -hmm. I still have cream de mint. I bought yeah. a, a bottle of cream de mint over here. I like cream de mint. Mm -hmm. It just, it's not, it's not a, it wasn't any particular issue because it was never drank in great amounts. Yeah. Yeah. I, one of the things I can love that I can say is that I never, had a an example set by my parents of like here is what bad alcohol treatment looks like um even with us growing up in a in a really conservative church and now especially being here in texas where like there's blue laws right. you know where like you know you go through the drive-through liquor store because you don't want people to see you at church and if you know they do see each other then they both have a secret against each other you know right. um you know, we grew up in a, in a in a fairly conservative church, and alcohol wasn't really talked about. Um, I remember it being a thing of kind of like hush-hush. Like, if you did drink, it was just like, you know, um, at least from how I remember any conversations around that being, you know? Yeah, there, but, um, yeah, yeah, it's, it, well, I think that has to do a lot of with the uh, Presbyterian type of... Uh, uh, background, hmm. uh, uh, historical background hmm. that it was because you know there was a lot of uh, uh, a lot of that history of hush hush mm -hmm. uh, was actually a backlash from like the prohibition days you know yeah. and all that other stuff uh, it really was it continued on the generations from that time hmm. uh, basically uh, uh, I think the Presbyterian 
type churches, uh, evangelical churches were very uh, prohibition. Mm-hmm. But a lot of that had to do with, uh, I think, uh, uh, one, there was a lot of drinking back then in the 1890s. I think there was a bit. 70, there was a lot of drinking back yeah. then. I think what I read one time was uh, the average person over the age of 15 drank uh, 17, 17 gallons of alcohol a year. It was a lot. Yeah. And it was a lot. Yeah. And so there was a big problem with that. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the evangelical or the Presbyterian type churches, they like to, they like to lob that on against the, uh, Irish Catholic, the Italians, and the German type uh, things. Mm-hmm. So, uh, where uh, drinking was a uh, part of the lifestyle, and so, and, and so that kind of even after prohibition was over with that, that still non-drinking attitude was prevalent in a lot of churches. Mm-hmm. Still, yeah. So it was always kept quiet. Yeah, that's the best way I could put it. It's just kind of kept quiet in in our little church community. Now, well, we, well, some people who drank beer knew who drank beer. I mean, I all my buddies that I knew, in fact, everybody I had, I think only there's like two or three good buddies I had who didn't touch the stuff, but everybody else I knew drank. Yeah, we just we just drank. We just drank a beer. Yeah. Now, I was probably the worst drinker of them all. You were probably what? The less drinker of them all. Mm. Gotcha. Because I, you know me. Yeah, beer. Okay, but okay. Yeah. But their beers were, even back then, were fancier beers. Gotcha. So, let me switch it up here. I, you know, I start to get into craft beer. Um. You know, I've told it ad nauseum on my podcast about how I started to get into craft beer, and you saw that firsthand. And then, yeah. um, you know, one of your buddies, uh, a, a church elder, you know, that I now consider a very good friend, Tom Black, teaches me how to homebrew. And then I start homebrewing because uh, at the time I was living at home with you guys. And what did you think about all that? Well, here's my story. Please. And I don't think you were living with us when you're doing the homebrew. Mm, oh, yeah. I don't, I don't think so. Because I remember you bringing in a bunch of bottles mm-hmm. in a big, big cardboard box. Mm-hmm. Hey, Dad, I made some beer. Oh, okay. And it must have been about, like, to me, 25, 30 bottles of beer. Yeah. I go, wow. Uh, you want me to finish this? Okay. So within a, a month and a half or so, I drank them all. That was pretty good beer. It was really strong and stout. And then you did it again. And then maybe like the third time, mm-hmm. um, the second time or third time around, after that, you didn't bring any more beer. So I asked uh, my wife, I mean, I asked mommy, I go, is Alan still brewing beer? She goes, oh, yeah. I go, well, he hasn't brought any beer over. Like, oh, I guess it's good now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's been giving me all the bad beer. Well, now that it's good, it's not being shared with dad. Oh. I I definitely brought more than a few brews home. Um I remember I was I started brewing at 
the house, okay, um, when I was living, and this, I'll say this was at the... Was it the Regent View House? No, not the Regent. No, we were, we were way out by the Regent View House at the um, the New Jersey House. Okay. Um, I... Oh, yeah, no, Regent no, no. View, yeah, the Jersey House. The Jersey the House. The Jersey House. That's when I made my first batch at, with Tom Black. Mm-hmm. And I, I had a, you know, because he make five gallons, and I had a bunch of beer. I had brought a bunch of beer home and I quickly realized I could not drink five gallons of beer. That was just way too much. And then when we went to the Stillman house, the house in Stillman, that's when I actually started brewing at home because I had a, a couple of buddies of mine. I don't know if you remember Cody and Rob, they would come over and help yeah. me brew. Okay. I kind of remember that now. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't until I had moved out yeah that's once i moved i remember yeah once i sorry yeah once i moved out then it was brewing 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 and i was much more regular on that yeah yeah because i remember making a batch on the stove and just hoping i don't have a boil over because it just creates a sugar crust on everything and i think i had just like a little bit of one and and mom was like gave me a, a look of like, just don't do that ever again here in the kitchen. Just never more, you know? Never more. That's when you bought the protein thing. Yeah. That's when I brought the, yeah. bought the burner. Yeah. 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 So I started getting into homebrew. I started actually getting into beer, you know, more than, it was more than a hobby at that point in time, you know? And I was just wondering, like, what did you ever think about, like, the craft beer I was trying? Because I made you try more than a few. Yeah, I, I like I like them all because, you know, I just everything tastes like beer to me. It's, either it's a strong beer or a weak beer. It's beer, okay? And, and so the only ones I really don't like are those, those things called sour beers. You know, they make you have goosebumps and everything else. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 the one thing I thought of seriously was, mm-hmm. I hope it doesn't do anything stupid. Mm. I remember telling you guys, uh, even when you were kids, when you're going out, when you're driving for the first time and you have your friends, buddies with you and you all leave, I remember telling you guys, don't do anything stupid. And you go, yeah, dad, we won't do anything stupid. And then the friends would say, yeah, Mr. Hyder, we won't do anything stupid. And the uh, thing was, is, I didn't want you to do anything stupid like drink too much and then start driving. Yeah. Because that was my my thing was uh, I can't afford all this penalty stuff if if he gets tagged. Yeah. And, and it's expensive. It really is. It's uh, You just added up the first few things, you know, and that's what I was doing, adding it up. Okay. First, there's the uh, bail, $500 for bail. Oh, and also, by the way, you have to pay the processing charges. Uh, when they process you, mm-hmm. you pay the processing charge. So there's like 200 bucks there. And then the impound car. Well, how long has the car been impounded? How many days? You know? And you're looking at just those three things. Yeah. You're looking at almost $1,000 right off the bat. And I'm going, wow. So I'm going, oh, I hope they don't do anything stupid. Anyway, that well, was... My, my most serious thoughts were, 
don't do anything stupid. Well, and and something that like we, especially once I started working with beer and and like uh, you know per, like actually making money, pouring beer, serving beer, being around it much more, that was something I became much more aware of, um, because I didn't grow up. I didn't have that experience of like having beer in college. I, you know, I went out on my twenty first. I went to BJ's. A buddy drove me. And, you know, people thought, you know, oh, 21st. And I had a flight of beer and I was like, all right, that's cool. I'm done. You know, I didn't, I, I never saw getting drunk as something that was like a goal to achieve. Right. But I never, I, I, I never wanted to test, like test the limit of like, how far can I go before I can drive? You know, that was something I never wanted to ever test out. And, um, you know, the, 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 the my buddies that I hung around, uh, none of them wanted that either, which I was always very happy for, you know, cause I didn't, I never liked being around people that purposely wanted to get drunk. Like that was, that was never my crowd, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I remember uncle Joe and his buddies coming over and, you know, growing up oh, yeah. and they yeah, would get is. hammered. And I always saw that going like, I don't want to do that, you know? That was never my, like, I, I, that was never that example that was set was never one that I was like, I want to chase after that, you know? Cause I just saw them going like, well, you guys are idiots. <laughs> like it just uh, it never appealed to me. It was always like, well, you guys just get more dumb with more alcohol. Like this just doesn't look good to me. Yeah. Hmm. Um, do you remember the, you, you were talked a little bit about sours. Um, I think, do you remember there was a bottle share that happened? You know, we, we would call it a tasting, but it was a bottle share. And I had Rob and Cody and a couple other guys come over and they all brought these beers. We were all going to try these beers. Oh, do you yeah, remember this? That's one of my favorite stories. Yeah. And we're trying these beers and having a great time. We're trying to like evaluate them and having fun time doing all that. And you came by, do you, okay. Do you remember what you did? Yeah, I had uh, two beers or something like that. And one of them, I forgot what one of them was, but the other one was a Miller Lite. Yes. There, there was a Bud and a Miller. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And you put them on the table and said, boys, this is what real beer tastes like. <laughs> yeah. And one of them won. <laughs> I don't one remember it winning. Won. Oh, okay. I don't remember, like, I don't remember anything winning. I do remember yes, that we you guys were grading them, and so uh, <laughs> you're grading them uh, type of classes like stouts or mm-hmm. German beers or something. And this is the uh, the lighter color beers or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the Miller Lite or the Bud, I think it was Miller Lite, actually won your I... little little tiny contest. And I go, well, how about that? <laughs> I don't remember that part. I honestly don't remember that part. I remember their fancy beers. I remember that we had a Russian River sour. Okay. And you I was like, Dad, you gotta try this. Just just give it a little sip. And you were like offended by the taste. You went, son, son, you do not have to like any a beer just because it costs a lot of money. This is not right. This is no, no, no. How do you how do you even drink this? Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like me. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's right. yeah. The sours are terrible. <laughs> the sours are terrible. <laughs> they are terrible. Yes. 
Gotcha. Um, so, but what surprises me most is mommy, you know, she'll taste the beers. Yeah. And she likes the sours. Yeah. And she likes the really stout beers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that really surprised me. And she goes, Oh, this is really good. I go, Yeah, this is like triple IPA with added hops and barley and everything else. And I mean, it's strong like anything. It's thick like syrup, and you like this one? It's like, oh, yeah, this is nice. Yeah, this is nice. Oh, okay. <laughs> Has your attitude or thoughts towards beer or alcohol, have they, do you feel like they've changed beyond like from when you got married and mom was like, you, you know, you're like, no, no more stupid to now? Or do you feel like uh, it's just kind of been a steady, like, yeah, I just, I just found my pace and I'm, I've gone in? Um, I don't think I've changed any pace whatsoever. I mean, hmm. probably I've drank more since uh, you've grown up. Mm -hmm. when, I, when I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, we're going to drink beer. I know that. And then when I've been living with uh, Laura and Isaac, uh, I probably have a at least a beer or something every other night. Okay. Yeah. So that's a lot more than I've been, but still it's just one. Yeah. Or maybe, or maybe two, but it's few and far between. Hmm. So it's not, it's not nothing that's really uh, bothers my conscience or anything else like that. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, because it's, it's for it. Drinking has been around since the millennium. Mm -hmm. always been a part of uh, uh, celebrations and everything else so mm -hmm. it doesn't bother me that much gotcha. you're right when people right when people get crazy then it's kind of like weird yeah yeah um and then, and then if you're drinking in your own house then that's you know that there's there's less of a conscious problem with that too because you're it's, it's your own house yeah you can drink is there anything is there any like advice that you would like to to give to anybody that may be listening to this that you're like look from you know especially if there's someone younger listening to this or someone that is like just starting because my podcast is i try to make it educational you know I try to make it so that, you know, Why'd you put me on? say that again. Why'd you put me on? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it was, it's fun to, to talk to you about this because, you know, as I, I feel like you and I are, are really close, you know, yeah. as, as father sons go, like I, I, I love our relationship that we have. I don't feel distant from you, you know, even though you're in California, you know, we still yeah. talk probably what about once a week or so. Um, uh, yeah, it's been about this last month and a half has been crazy because of the move. The move. I usually called you. I usually call you once a week or something like that. Yeah. Or you would call me for uh, recipe problems. Yeah, for recipe problems. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I was like, Alan called. Oh, what do you have to say? Oh, he wanted to learn how to cook, honey. <laughs> <laughs> no, he called me. <sighs> he called me. <laughs> Uh, well, you are the cook of the family. 
Um, if you were to give any advice to anybody that is like, I'm, I'm just starting down this road or you're, or just something that you wish you could pass along as uh, that, that you've seen and learned, what would that be? I think the same thing that I told you when you were 16 or when, uh, when we were friends and when you started, just don't do anything stupid. Hmm. I mean, that covers a whole lot of advice. It really does. It covers don't get carried away. Uh, uh, there's like any type of thing, you can get caught up in it. Mm-hmm. And before you know it, 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 it grabs a hold of you and it, then it becomes a monkey on your back. Hmm. And that's a hard monkey to, and it has to do with any, it doesn't, uh, not necessarily drugs and alcohol. It could be uh, just trying to go after money and or uh, uh, anything else or going after a bad relationship or something like that. Mm-hmm. When you start the stupid stuff, uh, it, it'll cost you in the end. It'll really cost you in one way or the other. Yeah. Yeah, but no, I don't. Yeah, don't do anything stupid. That's. Uh, one little saying, I guess. Okay. And it seems to work. <laughs> I, I I will say this. I I remember you telling me not to be stupid, and then when I started dating Kelly, my wife. Now, um, I think we were about three months in, and um, I believe I went to Joshua Tree. And I came back and I was telling her these fun stories that we did. And then she looked at me. She's like, you're not allowed to be stupid anymore. And I was like, okay, I won't be stupid anymore. So that has been the, since dating Kelly, about a couple couple months into dating now my wife, not allowed to be stupid. Just no more stupid. No more stupid. Well, well Dad, thanks for, for coming on the podcast. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Good. And I was, I was told not to talk too much. I was told not to tell too many stupid jokes or be too funny. Or you know, I had a whole bunch of list of rules. You had a, you had a whole bunch of list of rules. Yeah. yeah. Since I moved in with uh, Laura, there's a bunch of list of rules there's I've a... learned. <laughs> Moving in with your daughter now, you have new yeah, rules. Of, new rules. <laughs> yeah. Can't eat with my hands. Don't eat with your hands, Dad. Don't eat with your hands. Uh, Soup is meant for a spoon. That's right. You can't drink it out of the bowl. Apparently, you can't drink it out of the bowl anymore. So, you know. Uh, well, well, Dad, this has been a lot of fun. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Um, you have an Instagram. You haven't posted anything, but you have an Instagram. Do you want people to find I you on the- be, I was told to be careful with Instagram. So, being careful with Instagram, I just didn't use it. Okay. <laughs> well, well, do you okay. want people to know where they can find you on Instagram? Because they have there's a glorious shot of you of like you at like what twenty? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's my young shot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which which I think is worth finding you just to see this picture. Oh okay. Yeah, yeah. that's that's uh, you you're Ed Hida, just E D H E I D A on Instagram. You could go there. Yeah. Yeah. You could do that. Okay. They can do that. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. 
Well, Dad, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. I really love this. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. It was. And you're coming over August? I'll be, yeah, I'll be coming over in August, and then uh, we'll be doing Christmas as well. Yeah, thank you for Christmas. I'm looking forward to that. Oh, I got your uh, present. It's fun coming with the kids. Yay! I'm going to send it with uh, the care package for the children, because you know the grandchildren just need a lot of stuff. Of course, the grandkids just, they need more they're, stuff. They need more stuff. They need more stuff. So, so much more stuff. And I got stuff, more more things for their uh, piggy bank. Okay. Shiny coins and old coins. Gotcha. All right, Dad. I love you. We'll talk later. Love you, too. Love you, son. Bye. Bye.